Hi, my name is Daniel. And I'm James Swazo. And you're listening to Long Beach Cheesme, a podcast produced in collaboration with Fourth.org. It's getting hot in here. Too so hot. So unplug all your appliances. Take it out. Get rid of it. It is getting so hot. <laughs> oh, man. Everything's catching on fire. But I switched the paper straws. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I was really excited about that one. You're <laughs> <laughs> saving it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Are you ready for this? I Oh my gosh. I okay, so here's here's a the real peek behind the screen, peek behind the uh, the curtain yeah, as it were. So pro- right like yeah. one, I have been like more frustrated. I've been frustrated lately because it's yeah. so hot. Yeah. Right? It's just getting increasingly hotter yeah, and hotter. Like hotter. Ninety five right now. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is this is the tip, right? Like yeah. this is going to get hotter. Right? Yeah. But I've been equally frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We had this idea we, for an episode yeah. to explain climate justice in Long Beach yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like it's like the hot issue right now. And it's just we recorded one episode and. It was so hard. It was there's hard. so much. It was it was, much. There's so much to like get into. Yeah. And I think like it was just so overwhelming. It's all interconnected. I think it's like it's like we we learned one thing and then like 16 other things had to be explained to us and it kept on going and going and going. Right. Yeah. Cause then it's also just like, okay, well, like fundamentally it's getting hotter, you can't yeah. breathe, and you're gonna die. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. But okay, we all but, see the memes. But do it like sexy. <laughs> <laughs> we all see the memes that are like, whoa, this is the hottest summer or the coldest summer right. of the rest of your life. And, and so part of the episode that we recorded, we yeah. wanted to talk about what's called like the CAP, the climate action and adaptation plan in the city. Which if which you is, don't like, know is a thing right which is the thing which is like <laughs> oh this is how we're gonna solve everything right yeah, 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 or like yeah. adapt to it i guess whatever sure. and we'll explain what the cap is we'll, we'll, we'll get there and talk yeah. about why we've realized this is pointless it's so like it's convoluted it's pointless and I don't, so yeah i already forgot what it stands for right. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah yeah i was, I was <laughs> yeah i was gonna make a bald cap joke but i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> I find that very offensive. Uh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I think in times of crisis, like a climate crisis, yeah, um, we decided to bring in somebody to help us understand, break yeah. this stuff down, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that just makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. it's going to take all of us to figure this out together. So mm-hmm. certainly, even for this pod episode, we got to bring in other people. So it, it doesn't get easier it if you do it alone. <laughs> so I am very happy that um, our really good friend, friend of the pod, friend of organizing, Kenny Allen. Just Decided to say yes and come join us. Yeah. What's up, Kenny? Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Yay. Okay, I'm really happy that you're going to help us walk through this. Yeah. Bridge yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try. So uh, we're going to have a little sexy. Kenny has like I a think. briefcase full of papers and his hair's all messed up and now he's got like circles under his eyes. Yeah. Bags, it's going to yeah. be so good. But um, I, so Kenny, he is a organizer with the Sunrise Movement and the Long Beach chapter here in the city. Um, I'm so excited. We've organized organized uh, in the past. So Kenny, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and your little introduction? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me. Um, again, Kenny Allen, he, him. Uh, I am an organizer with Sunrise Movement, the Long Beach Hub. Um, and the Sunrise Movement is a uh, youth movement to stop climate change and create millions of good union jobs in the process. Um, nice. I came to Long Beach about 10 years ago and uh, pretty quickly got involved in the arts community here, which mm, then led nice. me to the 
uh, social justice and organizing community. Mm. I think we probably first met through Claudia's Law work. Yeah, and uh, then like Long Beach Rising, right? Because he's yeah. like, yeah, Long Beach Rising yep. training. Listen yeah. to our episode on Measure WW for plug, more. Plug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, before I got to Long Beach, um, I was born and raised in the Bay Area. Um, most of my younger years were spent uh, playing outside in nature and mm. really learning from nature and the natural world. Mm-hmm. And, wow. Um, I was uh, always uh, aware, just as a, a millennial, of the sure. way that the uh, world is sort of falling apart environmentally around us as mm. we got older. When yeah. I was really little, I remember learning about the Amazon rainforest and mm. the rate of destruction that was happening yeah, yeah. there and being so sad about that. You don't remember zoo books? That like, came back to my memory recently. Zoo I think when we were, yeah. we were hanging yeah. out, and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. bring Zoo those books, back. National Geographic, yeah. everything. To do. Captain Planet. I mean, yeah. I feel like that was Made me staple. love nature, and then I would actually go outside nature and be like, oh, it's too hot in the yeah. like, <laughs> You're like, where's the AC? Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, I think it was actually maybe one of those Zoo books that had me fall in love with manatees and then <gasps> learn that they are that is so endangered and they yeah. were uh, all dying, and so I put together a lemonade stand with my friends you did at not. age like seven oh trying to fundraise oh for them. Gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. I love yeah. that. And then uh, fast forward, I don't know, 20 years later and yeah. uh, I've been doing community organizing and activism work for a while okay. um, and more in the human rights yeah. uh, sector rather than climate. Mm. Okay. Um, but uh, in the last couple of years as the climate crisis has be- worsened around yeah. us and become so much more obvious. No, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it didn't go away. Yeah. yeah. Those manatees still need help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I started like wanting to learn more about what's happening, why why is it happening, what are the actual impacts, and um, you see these scary headlines in the news all the time about how the climate crisis might affect us, mm. and I wanted to learn how much of that was true, <laughs> and how bad it was going to get, how quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you have like a good Wikipedia death spiral because when I when I'm just like alone and yeah. go to Wikipedia, I'm like I need to know all this. And I think especially yeah, I think especially with the environment, a lot of us are just like, well, what the fuck do I even do? Right, yeah. right? Like, right. It's so nebulous. It feels like I'm not gonna stop the cars. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. definitely. That's that's exactly how I was feeling. And then mm. um, I don't know if it was. Uh, the wildfires that started becoming, you know, such a uh, larger news issue here yeah. in California. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, during the pandemic, we were seeing uh, so much wildfire happening here that it was blacking out the skies on the yeah. East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. We had the, like, skies turn this apocalyptic oh orange in San Francisco. And I'm seeing yeah. all these photos of the area I grew up in looking like the world <laughs> like had literally ended. hell, yeah. It was really scary. And then I think only a couple days later, in here in Long Beach, walking out yeah. of my house and seeing ash falling from the sky as if it was like raining uh, f- because of the well, fires in Orange County. Yeah. 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 The yeah. fact that it's a season now, that it's seasonal. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? And I, and I don't know if the season ever ends. It's just. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just like less. And by season, we mean 12 months. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I think it was probably in the midst of the pandemic and as the ash was falling from the sky that I was yeah. finally like, all right, I need to learn more about this and find yeah. other people who have actual yeah. hope to offer yeah. around this. Is yeah. that how you got connected to Sunrise? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I joined uh, one of their um, Green New Deal training calls on a weekend, mm. Saturday in the middle of December. Mm. It was four hours long. Yeah. And I hopped on Dang. the Zoom call after yeah. like a year of all these Zoom calls. We had all yeah. adjusted yeah. our lives. You were like, oh that. boy, another one. Yeah. <laughs> and a long one. I was fucking <laughs> in and I got on there and there was like 130 activists that were 
all looking like they were younger than me. It was organized by mm. a group of high school activists, and it was the most engaging, uh, inspiring, Damn, yeah. organized yeah, call yeah. I had ever been on. Yeah. Uh, and so as soon as I experienced that, I was like, okay, these people seem to really know what they're doing. They know yeah. how to win. Uh, and so I started to get more involved and learn more about what they do and um, what the Sunrise Movement's idea is for how we uh, tackle the climate crisis. That's mm. so good. And I think especially like, you know, being part of an organization where you're organizing locally, but we're also connected to work happening and organizing across the country. Like mm. just the scale is so important to think about, like, you know, well, the things that need to happen locally, but also connected to what people are organizing and moving in their own cities and communities. This like, it, you know, we got to do the work locally, but also we got to support each other, right? Yeah, and absolutely. move these huge, like tackle these huge problems like climate change. Yeah, yeah. So like what, with that context, I mean, I'm, you know, I'd imagine this is what y'all are organizing on, but like what yeah. are some of these like big climate justice issues facing Long Beach that, I mean, other than like, I know like- Other than just the whole planet. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. It's hot. We had thunder, which scared the crap yeah, out of me thunder, recently. A hot, summery thunder like, storm. Not, yeah. not good. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so obviously climate crisis is getting worse quicker than we uh, yeah. than we can plan for. Every time we make a new estimate of what's going to happen, it seems to get yeah, worse yeah, yeah. faster than we expected. Yeah. Um, it's going to affect everywhere, and it's hard to sort of separate the effects that are going to happen here in Long Beach from anywhere else because yeah. there is no like it's those, one plan. Yeah, there's no. It's not, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but here in Long Beach, I, some of the most uh, important effects or the things that we're going to feel the um, the most are uh, sea level rise, mm. air mm. pollution, mm. Uh, worsening air quality, and cool. extreme heat. Great. Mm. So uh, smorgasbord, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, really fun yeah, stuff yeah, that we get yeah, to look yeah, forward cool. to. When I and like I think when I when I talk to people a lot around like the environmental impacts, especially in Long Beach, like people often don't realize how much of our like economy and just things like the built environment in Long Beach, I mean, between like the port, right, like drilling for oil, like so much of like our economy is tied to these things that actually like pollute and exacerbate all this climate yeah. issues, yeah. right? Yeah, and that makes the work really tricky for us here because mm -hmm. uh, we are a city that has historically contributed so much to the climate crisis mm, and we are gosh. still love that for us uh, yeah yeah we're still tied <laughs> we're into doing it, it baby yeah. <laughs> hell yeah long beach is on we're the caught. map <laughs> redrawing the lines because of the water levels yeah so what does some of that look like so the the impacts that we've had historically right yeah. we've got mm. the u.s is the largest historic emitter of hell yeah. so we're the ones <laughs> primarily responsible for i figured yeah the, i feel like i didn't have to know that that was true but i feel it it's true yeah. like everything i love about america you know gold like, metal baby yeah dude we spend most money like more than any other country on their military all yeah. that stuff like we have all these jets and, and yeah. we're just like we piss away like stuff for we'll have like I don't know. I feel like if you told me, like, oh yeah, every year we dump a hundred tanks into the ocean for no reason, and it's just, a <laughs> it's just, a, it's just a department nobody checks on, and right. we just do that because we're America. I'd right. be like, yeah, that's true. Like, I think that actually might be better than what we do. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a policy proposal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every two weeks we shoot a baby whale in the head. Like that's gotta be oh real. God. If that. <laughs> If I told you that, you would you you're you're also really gullible. But I am, no, I yeah, that's part of my reaction. Can we go back to talk about manatees? <laughs> <laughs> this is real. Like America's always been number one yeah. when it comes We're to like terrible one. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, number one. Yeah. Oh god. 
Yeah. yeah. So anyway. the U.S. has been number one <laughs> yeah. historically. Uh, California has played a really large uh, role in the number of emissions that have come out of this country. Mm. We are we <sighs> produce a lot of oil and gas here. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, uh, and so then we are responsible for a lot of emissions. All right. And then Long Beach specifically, yeah. um, we first discovered oil in 1921 in what's now Signal Hill. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, and it decided drilling. to become its own city for yeah. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that is always so wild to me. The fact that you could like discover enough oil and being like, you know what? create our own Ooh, city. This is ours now, actually. What is going to be Long Beach? We're going to make a city inside of a city. Right. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with Signal Hill, but you watch Parks and Rec, I've tweeted this before. Like, <laughs> Eagleton. Signal Hill is totally Eagleton. Eagleton. <laughs> yeah, and Long Beach is totally Pawnee. Oh man! Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, we gotta, we gotta rein in the Parks and Rec references. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's at like one per episode. <laughs> so, like, how much oil? Like, how much oil are we talking to? Right? Like, being coming out of Long Beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the oil emissions, uh, the emissions coming from our production of oil right now. Okay. Um, is uh, just from the production of oil alone. It's almost three times the amount of emissions generated by all of our other community activities throughout the city. So So, so just from from slurping the oil out the ground. Yeah. 8.3 million metric tons of CO2 annually. Oh, my God. I produced from Long Beach. From Long Beach. And that's more than Costa Rica. Yeah. Well, okay. they, they've got about the same. They've got like about for the, the whole country. Yeah, for the whole entire country. Oh, my so God. So just from our city, slurping yeah. the oil out the ground and then right. moving that oil across. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And, you know, we're trying to give these numbers to get a sense of the scale, but it is really hard to compare emissions across sure. anything because there's so many different ways that you can measure it. Yeah, uh, what, right. What you include in that measurement. Oh but God. I'm, 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 um, my, I'm so, the. That's wild because it's also like, you know, you think about Long Beach as this reputation as like a small town, like we're all cute Hmm. and quaint. (laughs) When you're like literally like we're producing all these emissions compared, comparable to a a whole country. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like what is very small town about that, please? Yeah. 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 And we, so we make money (laughs) off of doing that, right? Oh, cool. Yeah, of course. Oh, so it's fine then. Yeah. (laughs) But the state's making a lot more money than we are from this deal. Okay. Um, Right. So you mentioned earlier too, like sea, like it wasn't just oil; it's also sea rise. Yeah. So, I think the first thing is like let's stop making it worse, but then let's talk about what do we need to do to adapt to these, like what's about to happen, what is happening right now, right now. So, which is um, also like already, like to your point, already happening, right? I was like driving by Naples the other day, and I was like, oh, that parking lot is definitely underwater, and then just the moon's out. So. Yeah, that's true. I do. I, have, I saw a video yeah. on TikTok. I think it was Naples. Yeah, and we've already Which been is... spending money trying to build walls there yeah, to help yeah, yeah. protect yeah. those houses. And yeah, sea level rise. Uh, our own city document says mm-hmm. that uh, we're expecting two feet of sea level rise here by 2050, and then Ooh. as much as six and a half feet by 2100. Six oh, and a half boy. feet. Yeah. Whoa. So by the end of the century, uh, Belmont Shore, the peninsula, Naples. Parts of Alamitos area, mm. there's uh, all of that is going to be underwater. Oh my god! Or wow. could be if we yeah. don't have the right adaptation actions. Right. Taken. right. So, yeah. right. Um, but but that'll be dope to surf in though, right? Right. Boogie <laughs> boys. What is going to happen to all of these like multi million dollar homes? Just, the rich people will me... always be fine. I know. I know. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost gives me hope that it's affecting that like richer area because maybe then they maybe will then also care. become advocates with us and mm-hmm. like. I know. I'm You're pretty awesome. pretty <laughs> like, cool. but... <laughs> yeah, so cute. So, like you said, like Naples, where else will it reach? 
we have a map showing by the end of the century, the sea level could rise as far as the 405 in some places, the traffic circle. But it's the king tides or, or the the flooding that happens from sort of the worst of our uh, season of tides. So by, mm. by the end of this century, by 2100, um, the flooding impacts of that sea level rise can reach as far as, yeah, 405 traffic circle enough. It, it could could be up around like any of those parts of Eastern Long Beach. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's not, uh, it's not necessarily permanent um, mm. underwater, but uh, when still if, enough to really do some damage on someone's home. Yeah. yeah. Flooding is terrifying. Yeah. And you said like, <laughs> you were talking like already. six feet, right? Something do you remember like when in New York half, yeah. when all that flooding happened? Yeah. That was crazy. That <laughs> was wild. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. You said up to the traffic circle, right? Traffic circle 405. I mean, it, it's the traffic circle. Yeah. <sighs> That's where all my car crashes happen. <laughs> That's, where... <laughs> That's where they had to draw those white lines, and Long Beach was still like, nope. <laughs> Honestly, as long as they move Raising Canes, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> oh they can just God. put those little, like, swimming lane markers in the traffic <laughs> circle. Honestly, oh it should God. just take over, like, on the D- D- Disneyland when you're on the ride and the track hits yeah. and you feel it, like, shrink. Like, it should just do that for the cars. Okay, but that's also wild to think about, though, because the traffic circle is not necessarily, like, super close right. to, no. like, the coast, no. right? Like, to the, to the beach. That's, yeah. like, in. You gotta go up and down some hills, yeah. right? And, like, yeah. wow. Yeah, I mean, that's overall, wild. that that eastern side of Long Beach is just, it's at, like, zero sea it's level. Like, yeah. It's really low. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so that that contributes a lot to it. Good wow. lord. Um, yeah, but we're looking at uh, you know possibly five thousand people being displaced by just that sea level rise alone. Wow. Which uh, for any city people listening is a lot of money that we're going to lose. <laughs> um, if that's what we, care we know about. you don't care about human beings, so <laughs> to put it into dollar signs. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> How much money, Katie? How much money? <laughs> That'll be about $15.6 million in property taxes oh, in gosh. like three decades. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. It's a significant amount. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I they, love they, slurping up oil. It should be more. It could already. be. It should be more. Of but, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. So, okay. So we got, as we talked about, oh, my God. Sea level rise. Oil, right? We've got uh, air pollution. That uh, oh, the air oh, quality God. is going to get almost forgot a lot about worse. air pollution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old so favorite. <laughs> climate change makes air quality a lot worse uh, in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we already have so many negative impacts on our air quality here Indeed. in Long Beach. We've got the 710 and the 405 freeways. Yes. I think you've talked about before, like 40% of our nation's goods coming through the ports here. Right. Mm-hmm. We've got refineries and other like giant industrial operations that are sources of these toxic chemicals that yeah. go into our air. And you do start to like, when you start looking at the income areas of like those areas that are closest to those environmental effects, it's poor people. It's poor brown right. people. Like it's just... I live on the north side of Long Beach, and I can taste the 710 <laughs> when I go outside. It's mm, yeah. spicy air. Yeah, a little yeah. side of the 91. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think almost anywhere you live in Long Beach, you know the experience of, like, wiping this black grime mm. off of oh, my God. Uh, surfaces mm-hmm. in your house. If I you thought just... that was just a car sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's oh, that's from all of those local sources of air pollution. Yeah, um, which Ugh. our city getting hotter makes uh, that much worse. It keeps that right, right yeah. here closer to it us. It like in captures the air. it all. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, And that that air pollution can cause asthma, cancer, yeah. cardiovascular disease down the road too. Like it's a, if you live there, you have no control over that. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. And I think it's really, uh, that's such an important thing to point out, Daniel, of the impact that it has on our most vulnerable populations. Mm -hmm. Children, the, elderly, right. usually, yeah. And if yeah. you're getting that type of era at like a developmental stage, that can really like mess you up, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you said like, you know, with all the with all the pollution, it like captures the heat, right? Like how does that work? Yeah. So we already have uh, horrible air quality as mm -hmm. climate change accelerates, as the crisis worsens around us, as our air temperatures are going to get hotter. And we also see changes in precipitation um, and just more carbon dioxide in the air and all mm. of that. Uh, worsens our air quality in the mm. way that it interacts with those toxic chemicals already in just our like hot air pollution. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it just like compounds the issue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. And that leads to like, because like extreme heat is a thing now, right? Like it's not yeah. just that it's hotter, but it's like extre extreme heat. <laughs> you know? Hell yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah. actually, to me, that is the scariest effect that is going to be facing Long Beach. Oh, I don't do good with scary, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. So buckle up. <laughs> so extreme heat is going to impact more people than any other consequence of climate change globally. Uh, and it is deadly. Mm. Um, yeah. People usually think of fires and hurricanes. Those are like the really impactful photos, right? But yeah. extreme heat is what kills more Americans every year already than any other weather-related weather -related disasters. Mm. Oh, my God. Do you all remember last year, um, June, July, there was but, this crazy heat wave? Like, in the some of it we felt here, right? but mostly, yeah. Say oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oregon. So they had 200 people die from that. Oh, my God. And it was only... Um, couple of weeks, you know, and only a wow. few of those days are the really extreme heat. Just but, folks that were right. just unhoused or even just like elderly folks. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you don't have access to, you know, like quality shelter like that, yeah, you're just, you're extremely impacted and the, by this. The right? Pacific Northwest isn't, you know, people don't, it's expect that kind of heat. Yeah. yeah. Too, so they don't have air conditioners or people are scrambling to buy them like right. the weekend before or whatever. Right. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, there are lots of different vulnerable populations where if you don't have a uh, habitation that gives you protection from mm. that heat, oh my God. it's really hard to make it through. And at yeah. the moment, our city does have cooling centers that we stand up every summer, but uh, we're run, not Run by clean enough. energy, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God. I don't think we're going to know that. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, um, I love what love love when the solution actually makes the problem worse. That's, mm -hmm. We love that, that's right? Great. Mm -hmm. Right, we've got a lot. <laughs> actually, so that's one thing. Um, oil and gas department has been bragging about recently is those oil islands. They're planning to run uh, or partially generate their energy to run that through solar panels. And they thought us activists would be really they're gonna quite pleased with that. Wait, 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 wait. They're gonna power the oil, oil drilling rigs. with solar panels. Yes, I feel like. There's a you could cut out the middleman there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, well, uh, I just listen. Not that I'm trying to be a scientist here, yeah. but I feel like it's not. It's yeah, not. it's like every time I shoot you somebody, not I plant a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Oh my is, god. Uh, wow, that's hilarious. That like somebody was like, "I made this. Look I at this." And you're like, yeah. "What the?" F and yeah. they think it's a talking point. Like, today, yeah, in 2022, yeah. they still think that we should be. Right. Uh, I need to tweet that. That they can get away with that. As a, yeah. We need green oil. 
Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, that's what the issue is, is. We haven't marketed it correctly. <laughs> so funny. I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we know here in Long Beach, we've got an average of about seven days of extreme heat per year right mm-hmm. now. And that's uh, extreme heat. Like technically, when you're talking about how many days, it's over 95 degrees. Mm. Oh, wow. um, and it's not just that like when it's like extreme heat, there's that it's hot, but like it has the... Doesn't it impact like the art infrastructure too and like utilities and things like that? Yeah. I mean, we, I was actually in Portland during that heat wave mm. last year and uh-huh. I couldn't take public transit to the airport because the um, tracks on the whatever that train is called had rail. started melting. Yeah. Oh my Whoa. God. Yeah. And our, the, yeah. Um, so it, it, it affects a lot of things. I mean, even the asphalt gets um, yeah. softer and, yeah, so our airport will be affected by that. It's going to uh, make it harder for you Not to... Not the airport. <laughs> um, Not the cute little airport. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then it also can increase the amount of, like, pathogens, tropical pathogens that sure. we see here, parasites. Sure. Um, our energy use spikes, which then, you know, if given how things are set up right now, it's going right. to make emissions worse. Yeah. Right. Um, we can have more blackouts, brownouts. Um, what are brownouts? So I know blackouts, right? Obviously, you know, losing electricity, right? Yeah. But brownouts. So uh, a brownout is intermittent outages. Okay. So mm. like if you black out from drinking too much, you're out for the whole night or oh. uh, versus a brownout, you might have those sort of intermittent memories gotcha. coming through. You're not you're not fully out. <laughs> See, I did not know that because if I drink too much, I just go hard. It's go gone. Hard and it's all gone. It's gone. Yeah, wake up the next it. morning. There ain't no yeah. brownout for days. It's on or off. <laughs> no, no. Wow. Okay. Well, so, geez. yeah, ex- extreme heat here in Long Beach uh, is about to get a lot worse as the climate crisis gets worse around us. Um, right now, we've got the average of about seven days per year of extreme heat. By mm. 2050, we're looking at 11 to 16 days mm. per year. And then by 2100, <gasps> 11 to 37 days. No. That's a month Mm-mm. of a hundo. I can't work under these conditions. 95. I can barely work under <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so nice. uh, It's so, like, uh, even if it's 85 yeah. outside in an apartment with terrible insulation and no AC, yeah. it is really hard it to gets do bleak. basic daily right. living. So wow. thinking about the ways that that affects um, some of the more vulnerable populations that we have to in here in Long Beach too, um, I always think to 2015 when we had hmm. these series of power outages because there was an explosion underground with one of our um, I remember vaults. that. Oh, remember yeah. That? Manhole. The manhole, manhole covers just are just popping, popping off. Yeah. 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 Like, so, don't go off. This. Yeah. So, 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 so you actually, sister, stay, sister, please. <laughs> Sister, please refrain Sister yourself Mary. from exploding. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, like yeah. like almost all of downtown had like no power. Yeah. Yeah, I Which, remember that. So there is um, a friend of mine is in a senior living building that was, mm. was affected, had their power outage um, because of that explosion. And um, a lot of the seniors were actually trapped in that building because oh the gosh. elevator went out with no oh electricity. So you yeah. had to have like emergency services personnel come and rescue them. Yeah. You had, um, you know, refrigerators are, are out. So all your food is spoiled. Food. Maybe you have actually like life-saving medication that also yeah. gets spoiled from that. Um, yeah. So it can be uh, deadly in a lot of different ways yeah. uh, to have more extreme heat more frequently. And, like, overall, there's just, I mean, stepping back from it, too. Like, I mean, 
even in the long run, like obviously there's that immediate, like you feel the heat, all these kind of things, right? But like life expectancy too overall, right? Like yeah. in Long Beach already, there's a, a 17 years? Yep. 17 year life expectancy difference based off the census um, tract or, you know, the community the neighborhood that you live in. Yeah. I mean, from like, you know, from uh, from like in downtown and central Long Beach all the way to East Long Beach, right? Just a huge difference. And I mean, just statistically speaking. So if you live in a place with worse air, you don't live, you live 17 years less on average? On average than compared to people who live in East Long Beach. I mean, it's just like, it's these, you know, a culmination of factors, but like. Yeah, just an example of how that 17 year life expectancy difference Mm -hmm. can play out uh, in Long Beach, specifically related with climate change stuff is we've got the folks living along the 710 freeway or that we call the diesel death corridor. Oof. They have the highest rates of hospitalization due to respiratory issues mm. out of everywhere in the city. So oh I, there's yeah, so many of these different factors. that. And then in comparison to places in East Long Beach where you don't have close proximity to those kinds of, you know, environmental factors or these higher rates yeah. of like health problems and issues yeah. where people and, are living longer. Yeah. And differences in employment. Yeah. Uh, education, marital status, income, all right. that stuff also affects right. yeah, that that 17 year difference, which is just one. Okay, so I guess going back to like let's go like really dig in. Like that's a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and then see these impacts, I mean, on they're, they're horrible. They sound horrible. And like what have we done so far to obviously address it? Yeah. So we're on like the forefront of climate justice, right? Long Beach. I mean, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? We have bike week, don't we? <laughs> we have bike week. Didn't we get rid of this? We close streets. Do we? For, yeah. Like, we have cars. bike week, you know, Grand Prix, blah, blah, blah. But bike week, man. <laughs> what about that? Tell Earth me we're doing so and Earth Day. Oh my god, my tote bag for Earth Day is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the city has known about this for a long time, and uh, humans have known about climate change for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've had Dr. Seuss had that movie like what fifty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the thorax. Yeah, <laughs> thorax, whatever it is, Lorax. Lorax. Yeah. The thorax. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah so uh humans first started i mean we we have records back as like far as far back as ancient greece of us talking about like maybe what we're doing is impacting the environment yeah. around us maybe our activities mm. are impacting and they this said world. shut up idiot yeah yeah and that guy doesn't like that bring... guy doesn't like the economy <laughs> <laughs> Over uh, 150 years ago, we started having some of the first like scientific reports being published Ooh. about our effects on the climate, mm. climate changing around us. Um, 66 years ago, we had the carbon dioxide theory of climate change published oh, in man. 1956. Um, which pretty much spelled out exactly what what yeah. the problem was. Yeah. I've been arguing about whether or it's not that was true. It's kind of wild to hear you say for... like these were theories. Yeah. Now we're like in it. So then, by the '90s, uh, countries around the world started getting together and saying, "All right, this <laughs> stuff is going bad. We got to figure out how yeah. to address yeah. climate change yeah. together." Uh, the USA was part of that uh, conference, and we were like, "We hear you, but we're not going to do what you said." <laughs> Peace. Um, out of here. We yeah. hear you. We, we see, see you. you. <laughs> we're going to burn this trash. Yeah, we're going to burn this trash. Yeah. Actually, in 1993, the first city in the U.S. released a climate action plan. Mm. Mm. Our city has not yet fully passed ours 30 years later. Holy. Oh, well. Um, well. And then our city, I mean, like I said, we discovered oil in the 1920s. Yeah. 1939 is when we drilled the first well. Woo! But 
We found reports from 1921 when we discovered oil where the city auditor is saying, maybe it's not the best idea for us to drill this in neighborhoods and next to our homes and businesses. It feels like something could go wrong here. And I'm sure they were like, shut up, idiot. Yeah. Yeah, Be quiet, liberal. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this guy doesn't like jobs. <laughs> I like to think that yeah. at every point in history, there was one guy who was like, but the economy, right? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. One yeah. guy, try all of the ones in power. <laughs> all of the yeah. white men. <laughs> yeah, all the white men got there. All yeah. of our, our, our cabal. <laughs> it only takes like five. Love a good cabal. Oh, love a good cabal. God. So in 1983, Long Beach had our city's annual report out where we were talking about um, the wealth from oil is starting to go down. Maybe Aww. we should plan for that. We Aww. know that that's not going to last forever. The wealth is going down. Oh, well, now I care. <laughs> in 85, we have this fantastic quote um, from a city administrative office in L.A., mm-hmm. um, but talking about our Long Beach uh oil operations says uh, so the Wilmington oil field even though it's old is not forgotten everybody's trying to get that last oink out of the pig (laughs) oink (laughs) last oink out (laughs) of the pig what a, this is very this is a kind of a this episode's funky. <laughs> There's some funky vibes going on with a verbiage here. And for context, so like the Wilmington oil field, right, is like what the 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 like I guess the underneath Long Beach, right, or the, the area, greater Long Beach area, that is like the Wilmington oil field. So that's why we have so many oil derricks and wells oh, everywhere. It's just yeah. Not even the oil islands. Oink, oink. Right? Yeah, we've yeah. got we've got several the different oil. Thing they could, yeah. yeah, and I, I don't think it's helpful at this point to go into the differences between right. them. Uh, right, yeah, sure. sure. That's sure. just wild. The point is, we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. We've known that it couldn't last forever. Mm-hmm. And the for like, just the the, it feels so. Like, to know that people had the foresight of, like, yeah, down the road, like, this is going to be a thing where yeah. people are going to be fighting for that last little drop. But, eh, you know, whatever. Let's that's, kick that bucket. Yeah, that's that's not, that's not my problem right now. Yep. Um, and here we are, sweating yeah. profusely. So they've been talking about the fact that this was a, a uh, potentially dangerous idea mm. and that we would have to eventually plan for the end of this for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and we still haven't taken any of that action. We don't really kind of, have like, a plan in place thing. for ending this. Right. So, we just like, want to stop. St- oh well, shrug. Other yeah, than what out. feels like kind of performative kind of actions here and there oh, that yeah. are like, oh look, we did like it's Green mm-hmm. Week or like, yeah. look, we're comp we're teaching people how to compost. We're just like, cool, that's good. It's yeah, still, you know, but like structurally, systemically across like big things that you're talking about, like that's not that's not what cut it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have our Office of Sustainability in Ooh. the city, which sounds like yeah, it does sound sustainable. Right? Yeah. It's got sustainable are, in the word. Yep, right. Uh, who's on that? Is that? And it's just it's so underfunded that uh, they're not able to get the work done. That even if you've hired experts who could be leading us here, yeah. there's not enough of them, uh, and they don't have enough funding or power. Yeah. So the Office of Sustainability is just drastically underfunded it mm. makes it really hard for them to get the work done that mm. they want to do that we need to do yeah um let alone the source of that funding in you know in part we've got some money coming from the measure us which is a tax on oil mm. so we're actually making our funding for doing some of this critical work in the city dependent on us continuing to drill which makes the problem worse <laughs> Yeah, it's a really lovely loop that we've got. Love that. Okay, so fast forward to 2015 uh, when Mayor Garcia signed on to the... Oh, our boy. (laughs) Our boy. (laughs) I love a shiny man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So 
Shiny Man is ready for a great <laughs> photo op. Um, yeah. So he signs this global compact of mayors. Um, it would declaration pledge, which is uh, mayors pledging to reduce their local greenhouse emission gas mm. emissions. Um, so we do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do uh, it? No, so we have a oh. really lovely <laughs> dashboard that tracks our progress on that, and oh. we uh, have technically sort of checked off one out of the nine steps, but even that is no longer relevant because oh. it's been so long since we did that that we oh, need to wow. update what we did there. So wow. we we um, said we were going to do it and that's as far as we got. <laughs> but we got the photo and that's Oh, we got matters. the picture. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have the photo. Our mayor and his PR. My yeah. gosh. Yeah. And then later in 2017, um, the mayor signs on to the uh, Paris uh, climate agreement essentially oh, okay. saying that we are going to do what we can to yeah. limit uh, um Humanities are, are global warming to under 1.5 degrees Celsius. Is this like Paris, France, or like Paris, California? Because <laughs> <laughs> Paris, California? Paris, California. Yeah, there's a Paris, Texas. Uh, is there a Paris, California? Yeah, yeah there is. Wow. Yeah. In that desert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to go like. Yeah. Oh wait, I did. I saw that movie. Yeah. If Apologies to my one cousin Paris, who lives up there for listening to this. I'm not trying to shit talk your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But we got. I mean, Paris Agreement. That's like the international thing, right? Yeah. That, like all the countries. Yeah, the one that Trump pulled us out of. There it is. And that's the reason, really, that like we're... Garcia was like, "Oh, but we're going to commit to doing this because oh, it, it was the liberal response to sure. Trump right. making everything yeah, worse." Yeah, yeah. Don't think we've had much progress on no. that one either. But he said we were going to. So. Yeah. All right, and again, we'll we got the photo. Yeah. Important. So we've also, we've been receiving millions of dollars in funding um, from Cap and Trade, uh, which is this uh, program that is in California that essentially puts a price on carbon emissions. Mm -hmm. uh, so polluters can um, pay money to be allowed to pollute more. And then mm. that money goes to fund, hopefully, stuff to make their bad impacts better. So the city has been receiving the money that is basically this sin money from Ooh, the, the blood money corporations. Right. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, I mean, right? that's the essential, that's the equivalent of like a swear jar, right? Like you could do it as long as you put money in the jar. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if you have more money, yeah, you can yeah. say whatever the fuck you want. Hey, I want to fuck the planet. You can't do that without putting a quarter in here. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds not good. Yeah. 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 And and we haven't really done anything worth uh bragging about yeah. in my opinion with mm. that money too. And it's mm. it's mm. um I think last year it was about 6 million dollars that we get. Okay. We could do quite a bit for sure. That. They've yeah. been making a big deal out of the 5 million that we got for um the Youth Climate Corps which will touch on a, a little bit later here okay, but come back to so that. we've been getting millions of dollars of funding and just not using it in the way that mm. we need to be mm. um so wait we get you said six million from this yeah and, in in 2022 the budget book says that we got it's 5.9 million 5.9 million from these funds so what do we do with that we just uh Nothing particularly impressive or impactful. <laughs> okay. Um, we're sort of prioritizing the... Sounds kind of on-brand for us. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. That's our style. It's kind of the Long Beach way is to just look at the money and go like, oh, we'll hire a committee to look into how many lights are on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been prioritizing these run-of-the-mill facility improvements, mostly like city-owned infrastructure. Mm. Um, we're like doing, you know, putting LEDs in our streetlights, oh. um, EV charging stations, okay. building retrofits, uh, city uh, solar stuff, but just on uh, city-owned facilities just, okay. so the city can so sort of be like, look how green we are. Yeah. And there, it's like part of the law that you have to spend 
25% of that funding on Whoa. disadvantaged communities. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as far as I know, I think we're getting around that by like, it's going to our city owned buildings that are hey. in the middle of those communities. <laughs> oh man. Hey, we're disadvantaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah. So we've been, uh, you know, mismanaging that money. Absolutely. Um, not spending it in the way that we need. Um, We've also completely neglected our urban forest. We've got mm. all these trees here. Um, we have an urban. Wait, we have we neglected. We we have an urban forest. Is it neglect if it doesn't exist? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Urban forest. Yeah, depending yeah. on what part of the city you're in, it can be hard to <laughs> notice. <laughs> you mean the cell phone towers that look like trees, right? <laughs> no, the Japanese Garden at Cal State Long Beach. What are we talking about here? <laughs> El Dorado. What? It's really just, I mean, all those trees that we have that you see in, in on our streets, in between buildings. Uh, when it, our urban forest. Yeah. That's oh, so just the trees forest. on the sidewalk? The the trees that are either left from before we, like, bulldoze things yeah, yeah, to yeah. build our city, yeah. or mm. the trees that we've planted since then. Oh. Um, and so our city's been doing a terrible job at managing that. Oh, I think man. the last time that we had an actual like plan on how we should do that was 2009 and it wasn't fully adopted. And so it's sitting on a shelf somewhere in city hall. Um, (sighs) We, uh, I think are actually having more trees die or be removed each year than we are planting new trees. Not like making progress on that. And that would be one of the easiest things that we could do to tackle extreme heat and air quality. I think that would be like impacts. Yeah. Yeah. Good PR, right? Plant a tree. I would still, if we did that, I would still be like, that's, what is that doing really? You know what I mean? But we're not even doing that. Okay. Yeah. Which is so wild too, because like when I, like every time I I hear about like, you know, the city putting on like community events, like a tree planting, right? Which is like not like, like a, like a, it's not bad, but it's like yeah. really that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gather around, cuts then, a ribbon, and there's a little shrub there. And because then, then it's like there's not real ownership of like the city's not going to take the responsibility of like taking care of the trees. It's yeah. like all right, it's up to y'all in the community. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. Is once you plant that tree, it doesn't there's, just yeah. There's no on keep, its own. Yeah, right. yeah, and you can't do it just you know wherever you feel like too. Like you have to. We mm. should be looking at this as a mm. uh, project. Yeah, that we've like, planned ahead and we yeah. know which areas to prioritize yeah. first. Right. And how we're gonna fund keeping yeah. it up, and and if yeah. we put a tree here, it'll fuck up the pipes, so we can't do it there. We have to do it over here, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the city did have an urban greening plan for the Washington neighborhood that was specific to addressing extreme heat in in that area. Mm. Um, but so far, we have zero plans to actually implement it. And that's exactly what the community was saying when they were developing that plan. was like, hey, don't Oof. spend all this mo- time and money and PR work on telling us how good you are for developing this plan. What? The city must be a Virgo it. because, like, really great at coming up with all these plans. Implementing them? Not it. Not no it. follow through. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah. If you've ever met a Virgo, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So one last thing that I think... Um, you know, is worth talking about the city has done in the, in this time. Okay. Right. Okay. Is um, we do have this climate action adaptation plan. Hey, that's the caps. Earlier, hey, all right? right. Caps. Let's climate action adaptation plan. So cap. cap. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Now I got it. It's in there for good. Is that how we have to say it now? Yeah. Every time. Cap. Cap. Don't sound so excited. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned earlier, ours is coming 30 years after the first 
city in the U.S. put out uh, one of these. Better late than never? Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> ours is also, uh, like a lot of them, um, mm-hmm. all it's doing is codifying the things that we were going to do anyways. Mm. Um, Love a good thing that we're doing just because oh we have to anyway. We'll take it as like we're proactively doing it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're going to come in last place and you hold a press conference going, I am going to come in last place. <laughs> Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so it, it's a really cool document if you are a policy wonk, if you're a nerd and want to learn the details of how climate change is going to affect us, what mm-hmm. we should do to lessen those effects. I just want to stop you there right adapt. there. It's a really cool document. Okay, that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's a really cool book report. It's a really cool calculator. <laughs> book report feels like a really apt... <laughs> description. Yeah, okay. Because it, it's got all this really valuable information, sure. but nowhere in there are we committing mm. to doing anything yeah. that we weren't already legally required to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the the first sentence of the document is, wouldn't it be nice if... <laughs> and then the rest of it's just a bunch of shit. That would be dope. <laughs> Page one, things are getting hot in this yeah. essay, I will. And it, it ends with like an NPR style call for funding. Like, yeah, if yeah, you can yeah. please help us oh, fund my these giant oh, things. The responsibility's on you. No. I'm not. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm not going to ask SoCal Edison to stop. <laughs> what are we going <laughs> to stop fucking the planet? Come on. <laughs> so it's like a, 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 a shitty book report. Yeah. Yeah. A shitty book report that's 30 years late and is really just out. Well, was legally required for us to, you know, write this book report. And it's just outlining this stuff that we were already planning to do anyway. <laughs> Love and that. still haven't found the money to do. Oh, man. This is such like motivation because I was not an A student in school. Yeah, but like, it, yeah, but sweetheart, did you ever turn? <laughs> did you ever turn in a book report thirty years late? <laughs> I mean, my God, no, but you know, it's gotta like, draw the line somewhere. Away with it, yeah. Maybe I too one day can go you to graduate I, school. I walked into Senora Gongora's class <laughs> for my second grade and be like, "Here's my book report on Stella Luna, fucking." <laughs> Here's my book report on Junie B. Jones, dude. That chapter with the dog was crazy. Oh Judy Bloom is fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then after you walked out of that classroom, yeah. you held a press conference. They carried me on their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh. So that that cap uh, <laughs> document does outline what we need to do to reduce yeah. emissions in our city cool. right and it, mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. it's talking about what what do we need to do to get to eventually being uh, carbon neutral or, or mm. um, you know taking as much carbon dioxide out of the environment yeah. as we're, we're putting yeah, in yeah 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 and, and we're doing that right oh no it's like if we're burning down a forest and you have like a thimble of water and you're just like boop Oh, well, um, I don't know if I'm doing anything. <laughs> that's what plastic straw, that's what switching the paper straws is. <laughs> Just spitting on the fire. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. So this this goal that, you know, uh, is small in the scale of yeah. everything, but still important. We got to take Would care of our nice. thimble if everyone yeah. does their own. Sure. If everyone bit, gets a thimble. <laughs> right. We might actually have a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the likelihood of us even reaching the goals that are set there mm. um, doesn't feel it i don't know it scares it scares the living if, jesus out of me yeah mm-hmm. it feels um, very unlikely that we will meet those goals yeah in this book report yeah. that we should have turned in 30 years ago 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the reason why I think it's really unlikely is that 98% of the emissions reductions that we need to do, that we're planning, yeah. that we say we absolutely have to yeah. get this done, are reliant on SoCal Edison. Yeah! Oh, man, SoCal the, Edison. It's not like... It's not like any politicians are connected to SoCal Edison, right? Ooh, Maybe. yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, what cities uh, okay. got a nice Wait a minute. Well, I so, okay. Not I Bob wanna, Foster, though. I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to get into that. Yeah. But like, is there anything else that we need to know about this cab? About the cab? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. When it was first published, a bunch of community organizers got together uh-huh. and read through all. 400 plus pages of it and said, you know, what's good about this? What are we missing? What does this need to be Mm. actually what we, our our actual plan to address climate change here? Um, Really great set of 12 different recommendations that they came up with. Uh, It's been two years. We take care of each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So climate organizers came in there, saw the 400 pages and were like, politicians ain't gonna read that. Let's let's come up with 12 points. We can do 12 points. 12 points of what we want to improve about this document, right? Spearheaded by Long Beach 350. Awesome organizers there doing some awesome work. that was two years ago that these these recommendations were finished, and then we sent it to people all over the city. Mm, yeah. um, no response has been given to those recommendations, as uh, far as I know. And we've now sent it multiple times. <laughs> Keep sending it. Hey, yeah. sorry if you missed this. Uh, you know, LOL. <laughs> I, I know you're busy. I know you're so busy. I know you're so busy. But if you could just take the time. Just like the fourth, the desperate double texter. Did yeah. you actually read my email to the city? Is that... <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the most important recommendations in there was uh, the targets that we're setting for reducing emissions Mm. by certain dates are not in line with what science says we have to do. They're way too, they're not ambitious enough. Um. And that's because this document is really outlining, you know, what what we're legally required by the state to accomplish. Um, But setting those targets that we don't think we can hit. Yeah. That I don't think we can hit. Yeah. Yeah. that are also insufficient. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not only does our track record show, we probably won't hit this. It's also like not enough. Yeah. yeah it's also yeah. not a good goalpost. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, oh, man. So to oh. just wrap up on the cap, um, <laughs> where's that right now as we record this? Every, every time People it tickles James. Every I time. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Wrap up on the cap. As we record this, it is going through the uh, EIR environmental impact review process okay. Mm, okay. Uh, and then it's going to come back to city council mm-hmm. and finally hopefully get actually adopted and mm-hmm. confirmed and then immediately we're going to start improving it is the the story that we're being told at least okay so um, we're so 30 years late we're right. getting this thing that is outlining stuff that the state wanted us to do anyway specifically what we were long. planning to do yeah. cool yeah. so oh god what a, pretty hot can i just say <laughs> What a Democrat thing to do to be like, we have organized a committee to oversee the committee that will do something eventually. Like, what a... With a plan. That, ain't that the bureaucratic... Like, this is why people don't like government. So excited for the press conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So excited for the press conference. We commit to take action and stand with you in the future. Heretofore, we will do the thing, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't. I yeah. can't. Oh, man. Yeah. So during the EIR process... Uh, 
the community essentially submitted our recommendations again in you know slightly different way, yeah. more detailed, whatever, because they're legally required to respond to us of course. on any of those comments. Um, so looking forward to seeing the city response uh, to that. Because they legally have to. They legally yeah. have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a formula. Hey, I'm out of work till Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but even at the top of that, as we're submitting those comments, we're saying like, hey, please know that we're not trying to be uh, slowing down this process at all. Just like get it passed as soon as possible. And we want to yeah. work with you to improve yeah. this. Yeah. Um, we're, we're trying to set that expectations that they don't use it as an excuse to drag this yeah. out longer. Oh, so man. these massive problems, these massive issues, right? And, you know, all of these, ideally what should be happening in these solutions, which like seem like, okay, like in theory, like tangible, like we can move this. The so bar why, is so low. Why, <laughs> why haven't they, why hasn't the city, why haven't we done this? Yeah. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it up. What's, what's that a thousand yard stare? Yeah, you're like? I, I mean, I'm sure there's multiple reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, we're always asking that and trying to find yeah. out more of, of mm -hmm. why not. Mm -hmm. um, I right. think one of the biggest things is the influence of fossil fuel money on yeah. our local politics. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point because in the last, I mean, it just it's wild to, to, when you look at the numbers too on this. Like mm -hmm. in the last decade alone, fossil fuel companies have donated over $300,000 to the campaigns of local politicians in Long Beach. In Long like, Beach. Yeah, I mean, when you break down the numbers, like it is, I mean, just for everything that you mentioned, Kenny, of like all of this organizing and advocacy to these elected officials, like they are also being organized and advocated by to by these fossil fuel companies oh, yeah. and not oh, just God. like hey let me tell you what i want but like here's some money yeah go do your thing oh right? man yeah and that, that's direct funding too Ooh. like that's leaving out whatever secret, secret back money room. Is happening. yeah happenings yeah. yeah here i bought you a tesla now go make sure i can suck the blood of the earth until <laughs> i die <laughs> and it's like like yeah i mean like some of the numbers are pretty wild like you have like uh synergy oil and gas mm -hmm. um contributing over $35,000 um, to Long Beach politicians over the past decade. Mm. Um, California Resources Corporation, over $83,000. Oxbow Corporation, these are the people who, um, they're part of Coke Industries. Y'all heard of Coke, right? Oh, yeah. Coke Industries. Coca -Cola. Oh, yeah. No, Coke not Coca-Cola. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It took me a second. Yeah, the Coke brothers. The, the, the two Coke brothers, old, yeah, old rich men that have who just contributed. basically built a lot of the bad things in this country. Yeah, all of the, like, the you know, Republican uh, establishment, yeah, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Oxbow Corporation, they're one of the biggest producers of pet coke um, um, and shipping it out of the port of Long Beach. Pet um, coke? Here. Pet coke. So it's like um, like coal. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, even locally, like Signal Hill Petroleum, we talked about like Signal Hill had enough money, right? Drilling on their own. They've contributed $27,950 to Long Beach uh, elected officials. Ew. And then at something Edison International, twenty over $26,000. Like, this is money, right? Yeah. And just to give you an idea, like when somebody runs for city council, sure. like they have a maximum contribution of $400. Yeah. Right. I mean, like the the very contribution levels change depending like direct, on the yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like this is serious money. Yeah. 
Right. So are they putting it into like packs and stuff like that, or like what to is support like whole... ballot measures, oh, different like just, um, yeah. you know council um, uh, candidate campaigns, but also like office holder accounts. Ooh, so like if you're elected you in the city of Long that. Beach, yeah, council members have like an office holder account. Gotcha. They can use to pay for like events or sponsorships, or also like pet projects in the city. Oh man. Yeah, in their right. districts. So. Yeah, there's always a way to get that money. Yeah, I mean so, the numbers that I think we're talking about here are direct contributions. Wow. over right. time right. and it, to, to it multiple almost, different yeah yeah i think these are this can make it sound like it's a lot less than it really is because yeah. this is the above board accepted yeah. Yeah. legally allowed yeah, funding yeah, yeah. right and there's so I'm sure much there's, more that happens yeah, right there's also just like oh we'll elect you to this thing if you do pass this thing and all that stuff yeah yeah i mean right. how many uh city employees uh were employed by a fossil fuel company before and were fairly high up right right Ooh. Right. A lot. Hey, hey, <laughs> anybody in particular specifics. come to mind? I, I don't. <laughs> so okay, so oh, it yeah. sounds like people obviously are in bed with each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. More yeah. than money is just exchanging, right? Yeah. So I mean, what what else in terms of like? Yeah. So on top of our local elected officials being heavily influenced by fossil fuel dollars, uh-huh. um, we are also the only city in the state that really balances our budget using the revenue from oil and gas production oh, and the fuel industry. Wait, so it, that's, that is horribly linked then. That's not even like donations and that's not even talking about that the campaign. Is like that is like the way we just, make money is that period. Yeah. I'm like doing things with my hands right now. Like oh, it is just, man. Yeah, it's just it's in, in there. there. It's in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Ooh, it is in there like a committed relationship. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> So one particular issue that is really contributing to why we haven't done anything else in terms mm-hmm. of tackling mm-hmm. the climate crisis is our relationship with SoCal Edison, which right. is our S-C-E. local utility company. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys already know about SE? Um, <laughs> oh, they take too much of my money. They, yeah. <laughs> they take too much of my money. They are like, hey, could you turn the air conditioner off at four? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I also know that, I mean, maybe you're going to talk about this, but like former mayor Bob Foster used before he became elected mayor in Long Beach, used to be an executive at Southern California Edison. So like, yeah, I'd imagine there's some... This you think maybe? Yeah. <laughs> you think maybe yeah. there's a little bit of like... Yeah. But reason. I mean, I think in general, like what I do know too, like I I know um, obviously Southern California Edison is in Southern California, but yeah. like uh, Pacific Gas and Electric up up north, like mm-hmm. yeah. they're like responsible for like a lot of the wildfires that have been going on too, right? Yeah. Like just, there's like all these grids that are just old that they could have replaced, but haven't right. because it's not profitable to like replace them. Right. It's better these, to just keep running the old stuff you know that's my point though these utility companies yeah. are just like <laughs> and it also speaks to a larger thing about when we talk about the environment in general that i've been kind of like teasing or whatever is just like we have a lot of like the vibe of socal edison is like hey you guys sh- should go green like you guys <laughs> should put solar panels up you guys right. the homeowner should, or the homeowner the renter the whatever make sure that we're, we're we're all doing our part it's all of us in together and it's like Oh my God, we're all being gaslit by SoCal Edison. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. SoCal. We're not the problem. You're the problem. Yeah. I think you really need to like sit down and like look at your life. Yeah, they're like, look, this is how much all your neighbors your are using. <laughs> yeah. They send you that, did they send you that mailer where they're like, this is what your neighbor uses in electricity and this is you. And it's like, I don't open mail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right. Meanwhile, they are working really, really hard to make sure our city does not take this action that can help protect us against climate change. Of course. Change. What action of in course. particular? Like cap stuff? 
Uh, or... Well, one of the big things that has been a fight in recent years is for something called a CCA or Community Choice Aggregation Program, which mm. is essentially just like, can we own our own utility as community members and have oh, okay. control over it so that you can't just like raise the rates forever so, on yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So SoCal Edison doesn't want us to do this because oh they will then not be able to make as much profit off sure. of right, providing right, our energy. Right. No, you can't make money off of it. Then yeah. what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and they've been... I, I, I've been amazed at how active and um, aggressive they've been about making sure that we do not get a CCA here. How active and aggressive have they been? <laughs> <laughs> hit us, hit us. Um, to help demonstrate uh, SoCal Edison's influence on us mm -hmm. not having a CCA, yeah. um, I want to share this quote from former councilwoman Janine Pierce. So it says, uh, essentially, Edison's got an office with like one desk somewhere near the airport. And for that, the city makes millions of dollars a year in sales tax. So when the city council brought up the CCA, all city staff had to do was say, you really shouldn't go with this because Edison isn't a fan of CCAs. And if you do, they're going to take their four million annual tax revenue with them. So that the sweetheart deal was deemed illegal, but it's still in place, and it basically tied our hands. The city went so far as to have Edison as a part of their presentation on the CCA. Oh my God! Which I'm pretty dang. Sure is, is, that's, that's illegal. illegal? That's, yeah, that doesn't sound. How would we? Like... So the guys who are like um, <laughs> actively oh. have a vested interest in like not passing, you know, green energy, are in charge of the presentation, telling you about the thing that could pass green energy. Oh my god! They're, they were they're influencing like, it. They're, they're influencing yeah. it. They were in the room. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's not what it does. It does this actually. Listen, CCA stands for crappy, crappy ass. Okay, it doesn't stand yeah. for climate, whatever listen, the fuck. Listen, city of Long Beach. If you listen to this girl, get out of it. That's get a out of it. That's a toxic do ass that. relationship. Do You're better than that. I'm gonna take me and my money if yeah. you change. If you need help, link twice. I got you. Yeah. Oh my god. I think it's also important to know that in 2021, 43% uh, of the energy that is delivered to us from SoCal Edison comes from carbon-free sources. Okay. So, the other, so like your solar and your wind and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So not even half of that energy is delivered from mm. carbon-free oh. sources. Um, they have something called the Green Rate Program that you can opt into, which means Ooh. that like, you as an individual... Can pay um, more for green energy? Can pay more, but oh, you can get 100% carbon-free right now. <laughs> of course, of course. Pull on me, pull on me, pull yeah. on me. The tab's on me. Love, don't worry, SoCal Edison. Love, I got it. Love this green I, I got it. whatever. You yeah. guys don't have enough money. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think we've got like 30 something people signed into that program oh, right now. Nice. Like, it's 30, wild. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. And the city is, uh, well, the city manager was bragging to me about them uh, putting money towards marketing that program oh for my. a company. They're not. Oh my like, that god! Is a, that is so a company Edison. making money. We're doing their marketing for them with our public <laughs> funds. We are spending money marketing the plan where you can pay the difference to get green energy. Yeah, and not SoCal Edison. Yeah, comparing that approach of the green rate program with the CCA, mm -hmm. where you can make the default that you're opted into green energy, oh, man. and that you can opt out if you really don't want that. Okay. So are there any other fucking reasons why we're in bed with SoCal Edison? There's already like five you've listed. What else has we got? <laughs> we're their number one customer. What? Yeah. So they're holding in, in, on to us as tight in as SoCal, they can. In SoCal, we are SoCal Edison's <laughs> biggest, <laughs> yeah. biggest customer. Yeah. Oh, 
my God. Yeah. Oh. Just for all the stuff we're using, like the air, whatever, everything, all of our, all of our energy. In yeah, the- we, that's where we get our energy from. So uh, anytime you see uh, the city talking about a CCA program yeah. and the possibility of that, because it, it has been really popular amongst yeah, like, sure. our residents. Sign me up, dude. Yeah. Like- <laughs> the presentations always end uh, with them being like, hmm, we don't know. It could be a bad idea. It could be a good idea. Uh, we don't know. And then it ends with like, <laughs> what we're going to continue doing. Like, Muppets, please. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> but what we'll continue doing is, in the meantime, while we keep thinking about this, we will continue our partnership with SoCal Edison. Oh like, those words gosh. are at the bottom of the last slide. Girl, that's not a partnership. That is that's an abusive no, relationship. Oh my God, Call dude. it what it is. Get out. You got to go gone girl on these fucking SoCal Edison's. Well, so SC is only influencing like, and has like all these connections with the city, right? So that, many. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, depressing episode. Uh, thanks, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so what's the impact of this? Yeah, yeah. The impact is that we're just continuing to make the same mistakes, and and we are um, as all of this gets worse around us, we are still not positioned to respond in the mm. way that we need to. No, sir. Well, and you mentioned like the Youth Climate Corps before. You like dropped that piece. Like, tell us about that. Yeah. So we got six million dollars from the state that is going to be. Uh, allowing us to create some jobs for young people that are temporary uh, to oh, do some climate work that, in the city. Yeah. yeah, it's a one-time grant. So okay. realistically, um, unless we can identify sustained funding for it, it's a really good PR opportunity for our city. But we're going to give a bunch of young folks jobs doing this climate work, retrofitting buildings, installing solar panels, planting trees. We encourage them to think outside the box a bit more with yeah. that, but I think that's where we're going to see most of it. Yeah. Um, and that that same program uh, could be something that if we had the right resources internally, we could use to then get a lot of other funding. There's so much money that is coming down from the state and federal level right now mm. and more that we really hope is going to be coming soon yeah. um, mm. as we've got like the... Um, you know, Build Back Better and these other giant bills mm. um, are going to, there's just billions of dollars of opportunity for yeah. us. And we are not going to be first in line compared to other cities in California, mm. around the yeah. country, um, because we haven't done the work in the past. So, um, yeah, the impact is that all of these issues are, are going to remain unfunded. And um, the worst part of it is knowing that it doesn't have to be that way, that yeah, there right. is this funding out there that we could go and get. Yeah. Um, but because we've done so little so far and have so much to show in terms of shovel-ready projects or mm. plans that have actually been adopted, um, I don't know if I would give us the money. <laughs> yeah. When even yeah. like, and it just feels like even if we had, like, well, I mean, you pointed out, we have like some of these resources and we can't even do it properly because right. of just like, yeah. oh, smoochy, smoochy, come here, so kind We've built our budget on like oil money, like yeah. a, a big chunk of it, you know? Yeah. And so then I think a lot of the reasoning is like, why, why should I even try to like get out of this deal? Like it's going to be so complicated and I have to figure out where the money is. Fuck it. Let's just right. keep doing that. Right. Know? Yeah. Right. And that's the city's current plan is that let, let's keep uh, producing oil here. Yeah. Let's keep drilling until it's no longer economically profitable, until it stops supporting our budget. Right. It's not useful to us. Right. So that... 
makes me want to bring up a tweet from the mayor. Do ah! it. Um, I love when yeah. we pull the receipts We should start a segment that's just like... <laughs> Garcia's tweets. Welcome back. <laughs> so uh, this is back in October of uh, 2021, this last okay. year. Okay, right, um, He's tweeting, a year ago, we asked city staff to examine Long Beach's oil t- uh, long-time oil wells and to outline our plan to phase out production. That report was released today and it provides the pathway to end production in our city by 2035. 10 years ahead of the state. He goes on to talk about how oil revenue has provided significant investments in our city Mm -hmm. uh, and that a lot of the jobs provide good paying union work. He does acknowledge after that that the climate (laughs) emergency is real and important and that we have to address it and we um, need all people to be united in in working on that, right? Right. So most people saw that and were like, yeah, cool. That's what we do. And very few people clicked the link to go read the memo. Ooh. So, well, so what happened when you click the link? To the yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really. <laughs> I saw this like right first thing in the morning when when this came out. This oh, is, like, I, what I woke up to on those days when you're you know yeah. dumb enough to open Twitter when you first yeah, wake yeah, up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're like put, me yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, Time to get sad. Real <laughs> <laughs> sad boy hours. Um, so the memo uh, one again, gives us no actual legal responsibility to phase out by 2035. Right. The reason it picks 2035 as a date is that, uh, and it states this very clearly, that is when those oil fields will cease to be economically productive. Ah! We're going to phase them out once we're done. (laughs) Like, once it's empty. (laughs) So they're they're going to be done because there's no more oil. There's no more oil in there. so there would still be oil, <laughs> but the, it's harder. It's, it's, yeah, the yeah. mayor doesn't like us saying that there isn't going to be any more oil left in the ground because technically oh there will be, God. but it will no longer be profitable to take it out. Yeah. Basically, oh, it'll yeah. cost more. It's suck yeah. it it's out too much energy to suck it out, you know? You know how many solar panels you have to build? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... We're talking about we're gonna phase it out, but it's literally because it's not profitable anymore. Yeah. Um, like he's oh doing gosh. a thing. Like, that's like that's like real girl boss energy yeah. right there, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. could. I thought. I thought for a second you were gonna be like, by twenty thirty five, we'll all be dead. Like, you know, like <laughs> and that's why. That's when we're done. She's dead. Yeah, yeah. She's dead. that's yeah. for the bonus. Episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh Tune my in to find out Exactly when this oh. is. When we will die. <laughs> I can't wow. do it. So, that is such a yeah. Of course, that's nothing. He said nothing. He said like he saw that, read it, and we're like, mm, how can I spin this tweet? <laughs> right. So of course, we as Sunrise Movement got together and said, <laughs> "All right, this isn't cool. What the hell are we going to do about this?" Mm-hmm. And we, uh, as quickly as we could, put out a statement saying, um, "This isn't a plan. Not Love good that. enough." And yeah. basically, how dare you sell this as a good thing? Okay, so okay, all of this is like it's capitalism, right? right. Yeah, and we're making all of these decisions like systems and governments and institutions are out just mm-hmm. to make money, right? Like mm-hmm. we've got to address that root problem. But like what is happening that people can plug into? Yeah. So Sunrise Movement's analysis of it is that what we need to do is change the political common sense. We need to change the political environment in which all of this is happening so mm-hmm. that um, we actually have voice and power that is... Uh, able to match the power of the fossil fuel industry as yeah. it is right now. Yeah. Um, so 
We, as in Sunrise Movement, are um, working to build popular support for the Green New Deal. Sure. Um, that's sort of the primary uh, fight that we're in. That's that's our, our role in the overall movement for climate justice. Are you familiar with the Green New Deal? I'm familiar with it vaguely. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a big proponent of that, and then that's kind of the public eye that I have of it. And I know it's like providing jobs in like, the, the green like, dream or whatever, yeah. right? Green dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what can you break down some of that? Yeah. So essentially it's a, a vision document for the next 10 years to decarbonize our entire economy. Is it another document that starts with, wouldn't it be cool if <laughs> actually, yeah. Uh, pretty much. Oh man. <laughs> But it's it's a very important thing for us to agree on first. Like yeah, what sure. is mm. our goal? What is our vision? How yeah. do we stop this? And so breaking it down in a little more detail for you, um, it's got as a goal net zero emissions by 2030, which uh, <laughs> when Ooh. it was written sounded a lot more realistic oh, than it does yeah. now. <laughs> net um, zero. A job guarantee for every U.S. worker who wants one. Hell yeah. That would be amazing. Prioritizing frontline communities in our climate planning and implementation. Mm. Um, an overhaul of our transportation, infrastructure, agricultural systems. Yeah. So that we can guarantee everyone clean water and air, healthy food for, to eat. Mm. Healthcare for all is part of it. Hell yeah. It's got all, so much great. stuff. I mean, it's, it's all the stuff we want. Yeah, right? and it's inspired. Oh, man. By the original New Deal, which was this, yeah. like the the biggest mobilization FDR. of our government that we yeah. we had seen historically. Well, and what I like totally vibe with what you're talking about too is that like one, it is going back to what we talked about earlier. It's just like social contract, right? It's like this, like yo, like this is what this is what we want. Yeah, of like recognizing that like people deserve like humanity and li like and just livable conditions, right? And so it's it's so we, like holistic yeah. in that of yeah. like it's not just about like you know greening the economy, but right. also so like we're talking about jobs, we're talking about public transportation, we're talking about like healthcare, the the, the opportunity to live yeah. in a sustainable world. It's also like it bums me the fuck out that we can't even like say uh, like, hey, can you agree that these good things are good? Yeah, like that's such a low bar to clear. Yeah. We're not even saying do anything yeah. about them yet. We're just saying like, hey, can you give us a thumbs up? And they're like. Mm. Green Dream or whatever. Like, you know. did you ever see those um, the the videos on 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 social media of like people kayaking up to Joe Manchin's yacht, oh, like boy. Joe Manchin the coal oh, baron, yeah. oh, my God. and they're like trying to advocate to him, and it's like this is this is great. Yeah. I love America. <laughs> this is. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. And he's like, "Why are you bothering me on my yacht?" <laughs> yeah, we've done. Uh, Sunrise Movement has done quite a bit of bullying of. Uh, you have to. Call Maserati Mansion. Ooh, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Listen, if Robert Garcia has taught me anything, it's a bullying works. Bullying yeah. works, fool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So can I tell you a little bit more about Sunrise Movement? You yeah, have an please. Idea what yes. the Green New Deal please. is? No, are you sure you don't have any more depressing facts in there? <laughs> I'm ready to mobilize. Yeah. Yeah. So Sunrise Movement came on the scene in 2017 and initially set two goals to make climate change the priority issue for American voters Great. and to get everyone to agree that the Green New Deal was our solution to it. In 2016, voters were ranking climate change as the 18th most important to issue to them. And now uh, <laughs> it is consistently one of the top five. It oh, was wow. like, this is, we haven't seen political <laughs> yeah. shift yeah. like mm. that in a long time. I think it's also wow, just, that, I, I mean, that. to me, that reflects just how it, it 
it really was a nebulous concept maybe mm. have, 15 have we, years ago, you know? And now we, it's like, like you were saying, it's fucking hot out. Here's yeah. like, <laughs> have we told Diane Feinstein this? That is important. <laughs> I don't know if she reads anymore. I want to go back to watching my stories. What are you young people doing in here? <laughs> oh, God. We talked about it that one was time. Was that well, those were sunrise activists? Yeah. Sunrise right? activists, right? Where yeah. they like went into her office and, and she was like, like "Fuck children. them kids." <laughs> yeah, she was like, "I know what I'm doing." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. "Listen, listen. This isn't how you get things done. You're trying to have your voice heard. Right. I have to go give checks to millionaires." <laughs> yeah. So you know, maybe people should listen a little bit. I yeah. hear what you're saying, but we're the people who voted you. You're supposed to listen to us. That's your How old are you? How old I'm are 16. You I well, can't you didn't vote, vote for me. Well, she, I'm she voting for you. We're the ones who are going to be impacted. something. we're going to be the ones who are impacted. So we introduced the Green New Deal to millions of people. Uh, that was that, that sit-in at... Um, um, McConnell's office where AOC came in and oh, it, yeah. it, it made news all over and really right. put Sunrise Movement yeah. on the map. Yeah. We'll um, put a bunch of links in the show notes. Can't <laughs> yeah. it all there. Yeah, so uh, the Green New Deal also was, uh, for the first time, sort of changed the conversation around climate change from being a environmental issue mm-hmm. that was about saving the polar bears yeah. and the... The manatees. The, yeah, <laughs> we really um, had to bring it to us. We were really like, no, 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 like jobs, yeah, infrastructure, yeah, like, these things, like humans, like also need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're putting now economic and racial justice at yeah. the center of our conversation around the climate action. And I think that's so important because, like, you know, we dropped like the capitalism word earlier, mm-hmm. but like one of the things that capitalism needs to like thrive, not mm-hmm. even just survive, but to like you know grow and for people to continue exploiting others is mm-hmm. like. This this idea that things are just in silos, right? Yes. Like, oh, like, you know, we you're talking about, we're talking about housing, not the climate or your jobs, right? It's yeah. like, but they're all so no, connected, they're connected. And intertwined. And, you know, when you're when you're living in poverty, you understand that. Instantly, yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and when you're talking about climate change, it's not the polar bears. It's the people that live on the 710. Right. It is these children. It yeah. is it is our city. And it's, it's the poorest people we have here. And usually people of color. Right. Like predominantly. Right. That are affected by these things. And so, and also, like the other argument why the Green New Deal is good, and is because a lot of the times the argument from like SoCal Edison or any of these oil companies is like, well, but the jobs. Yeah. We're going to get rid of the jobs. Yeah. So that was a strategic move on Sunrise's part, is we, we said we want to change the conversation around climate to be about jobs. Yeah. And so we got uh, Greta Thunberg and Joe mm-hmm. Biden saying, when I think climate, I think jobs. Yeah. Mm. And that really opens up new scale of political opportunity mm. here, where we mm-hmm. can make it, if you aren't for climate action, you're against good jobs exactly. for our community. Exactly. Which is, yeah. So we still have a lot more work to do. Um, oh, you guys didn't finish it? <laughs> it's not better now? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sweating. Uh, wow. Oh. <laughs> so if you want to help make things better, I highly recommend folks look up Sunrise Movement, get involved with us. Our Long Beach hub has been around since 2019, started by some Cal State Long Beach students. Yes. Um, right now we are focusing specifically on our city's budget and getting some actual funding for this Hell climate yeah. work into that budget. Cool. We're working with the People's Budget Coalition on that. Good, good. Um, we have a campaign that we're spinning up around fare free transit. So the idea that in a oh city God, where yes. you are mobility is a requirement for employment. You have yeah. to get somewhere, especially for our working class residents, if to get somewhere, getting there should be guaranteed. Yeah. And yeah. the more public and the better public transit we have, the less pollution we have because yeah. of the cars and the way all that shit works. It's right. all interconnected. Right. And the 710 
expansion that we've been trying to do or whatever yeah. it doesn't need to happen. Right. Yeah. So we want to focus on that before we max out all the investments in electric vehicles for the rich people. Mm. Like, yeah. let's cover these basics. We've already got right. these buses here. We've already got a bunch of zero emission buses. That's let's make that, sure they're used. Yeah. So here locally, working on fare free transit, uh, and then also just getting. Uh, oil phase out in place mm. as soon as legally, physically possible. Mm. So if that work excites you, please come join us. Come work with us on this. Um, we have meetings every week on Monday evenings uh, on Zoom right now. Yeah. Uh, but mm. you can look us up at sunriselongbeach.org. Kenny, um, this all sounded pretty bleak, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is there hope? Is there like... Hope because I, I think a lot of people are just like, you know, you, we see the memes, we see the reports, we see the like, there's a fucking countdown clock until the last polar bear, get, polar bear gets shot in the head, dude. Like, what is, is there hope? Like, do we have a chance? <laughs> Tell me, man. Climate, help me, man. Climate change is going to come and shoot the polar bear in the yeah, head. Yeah, climate change is going to come and going to get that clock. Or the American military is at this point. Those drive bys in Antarctica, they're, oh my they're serious. God, they're scheduled. Serious. Yeah, they're scheduled. <laughs> They're like, all right, that's enough time for you, buddy. <laughs> He's got a Coca-Cola. He's like, no, don't. <laughs> He's on the last little icicle. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Do we have a chance? Like, uh, there, I, I have hope um, most days. Uh, as, <laughs> as, as, not not <laughs> a little better than that, man. <laughs> I mean, Mariam Kava says that hope is a discipline. It really mm. is. It's a practice, oh. and it's something we have to choose because mm. um, we are up against something that is huge. But mm. every... Uh, Every chink in the armor that we can make mm. makes mm. a big difference in terms of how many lives we save, how many um, species don't go extinct, how yeah. much of our world we do save, yeah. and um, how quickly the climate crisis escalates. Yeah. So it's really like every tenth of a degree of global warming that we're able to prevent can save millions and millions of lives. Wow. So the work really matters. And then yeah. especially here in Long Beach, I think it's a exciting place to be doing this work because as we talked about earlier in the episode, we have had such a outsized impact on the climate crisis. Yeah. And we've contributed to it so much. We have so much emissions coming out of here. All this, all, we, we are such a big part of the problem yeah. Yeah. that if you can influence this city, yeah. you're actually making a really big impact. That's the other part that is my favorite about doing this work here in Long yeah. Beach is the the electeds are so not used to us applying uh, community <laughs> organizing pressure specifically on climate yeah. that it really only takes a few of us to make a really big impact. We had one tweet calling them out on some BS yeah. back in October and we're in a meeting with the mayor and city manager a month later because yeah. they're, wow. they're worried that people might actually make this a political yeah. issue here in Long Beach yeah. and that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. So I have a little bit of hope. I got a little ounce of hope. Back. I have a lot of that was that was <laughs> that was ooh, good. Yeah. yeah. Organizing talk like that is my love language. Oh, so <laughs> ooh, sure? like, that yeah. that and uh, um, impact play. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is going to your mom, right, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> don't Google that. Oh don't my God, Google don't that. Google that, Mrs. Allen. I am so, <laughs> considering how this first, our first run at trying to talk about climate yes. in the city went, this was fantastic. Yeah. I'm so glad that you walked us through that. Packed with facts. Yeah, facts on I'm ready. facts on facts. I'll see you on Zoom. I'm ready. I'll see Let's you on it. Zoom. Yeah. That sounds like a threat. Thank you, Kenny. This is Kenny Allen that we had here on the podcast from Sunrise Movement, right? Yes. Go connect, follow Sunrise. 
it's sunriselongbeach.org. And y'all are also on social media, right? Sunrise uh, Movement abbreviated Sunrise MVMT underscore LB. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. All yeah, that. it'll all be in there. Yeah, organize, organize, organize. Right, that's the only way you get out of do stuff. It. Which gotta, literally, you you get, do it. talk to your neighbors, dude. That's how it Honestly. starts. That's how it starts. Honestly. I know, not the ones that are on next door. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually the worst. No, actually, go to the physical <laughs> next yeah, door. Yeah. Bring them some you. cookies yeah. and then be like, "Man, that's seven ten, huh?" And then that's your in. You can do it. You can do it. We believe in you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at LB Chisme on Instagram and Long Beach Chisme on Twitter. If you have any questions, comments, or follow-ups yourself, you can message us at those socials or at lbchisme at gmail.com. Long Beach Chisme is brought to you in collaboration with Forethought.org, a home for Long Beach grassroots art and media. If you're interested in supporting watchdog journalism imas, you can donate to Forth via Patreon at patreon.com slash F-O-R-T-H-E-L-B-C. Yeah. I've been Daniel Spear. And I've been James Swazo. Stay queer and stay radical. Save the manatees. Save the manatees. Please. Oh, God. <laughs> Do it for Kenny. Do it for eight-year-old Kenny. 